Last time on Tabletop Tag, Bronca felt an almost magnetic pull towards a magical artifact inside the mysterious White Crest Manor. Following the faint sound of soft music playing from the upstairs lounge, she led Cronin and Veneer into an old music room, whereupon they all got transported inside a magical lamp, where they did battle with and bested an evil Dijin, ending with the Dijin granting Cronin a single wish. And welcome back to Tabletop Tag. We are picking up right from that exact moment. Mm -hmm. The Dijin named Nadim Al-Khalil kneels before all of you, eyes locked on your half-orc ranger Cronin Wolf brother, saying that he has now been granted the powers of one wish. Cronin, very taken aback by this, not being an arcane caster, but having in some idea of magic, knowing that he's about to be gifted magic well beyond his capabilities and anything he's ever seen. He's just pausing and looking over the two of you like, what, what, what do I do? What, what is this? Uh, I, I don't know what this means. I do. You have one wish. I would caution you, though. While you could wish for anything, they're, they're notoriously tricky. And... You know, he'll, you'll ask for gold and he'll give you gold stolen from a king, you know, and, and now you're on the run. He, you must be so careful. How do we phrase it properly? We must find the right phrasing, right? Is that possible? I think they can play with any phrasing, truthfully. And if I'm correct, only, only Dijin from, from noble families has, has these powers. They're so rare. His family is Al Khalil. They're like the one of the oldest family lines. I wonder if I could ask him questions. Do you think I can before you do? I don't know if he is bound to serve you or all you get is one wish. That's what I want to ask. I want to go up to the the gin. When you grant your wish, do you disappear? You will be rid of me. Where do you go? Where is home? I would fear that he's here for a reason. If he grants you this wish, is, is he released from here? Yeah, that's will, what I'm asking him. I will return home to the plane of air. Do you still have power of wishes at that point? No, it is a one-time power. Oh, oh okay. okay. Then will you answer my questions before, before granting your wish? can ask. I cannot promise answers. Okay. Who put you here? Let's say I made a very powerful enemy. Do you know the name Cuthbert Whitecrest? Make an inside check. Oh, dang. 19. He remained silent, but you caught a tell. A tell that leads me to believe that he yes. A, he, he gave like a little twitch. That is a yes. Yeah. That Cuthbert trapped him here? Yeah. How long have you been here? It's hard to keep track of time when you're trapped inside a lamp. Who is the woman who we destroyed? I brought that here from the plane of air to assist me in battle. Oh, got it. I don't do Middle Eastern accents very well, that's why he's Russian. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Any other questions? Cronin, before you make your wish? I, I, no. I just... We're going to be stuck with him for forever until he makes a wish so as crazy as it sounds i mean i almost don't like i almost want to tell you not to do it but we we, we can't be trapped in here for forever i think 
if you make your wish, do we, is that how we're going to get out of here? Or are we still walking around trying to find a uh, way to get out? That's a good idea. I go back to him. Will this, and I take the, the handle out of uh, Bronca's hand, will this get us out of here? Where can this be a key to be used to get us out? That will not get you out of here. Who gets us out? I can. How? Technically, he can. And he motions to Cronin. Oh, Cronin so, can wish us out. When the wish is granted, all magic hold that I have on this place will vanish. Freeing me and everyone trapped inside it. Okay, so he doesn't have to wish us out of the uh, out of the music box. He just has to use his, use wish, his wish, and then the music box would basically like disintegrate. Got it. It will become just a music box. Are we in a piano? Yeah, but it it was a crank music box. Ah, got it, got it. Then Cronin, if you if you're ready, do you want help? Figuring out the right wording, or do you know what no, you want to say? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. She eclipses hand axes. Oh, I gotta go and pick up my scorpion. Okay. His name is Rock. Okay. The Rock. Is he the scorpion king? Yeah. Eclipses hand axes to his belt. I wish to understand what this is all about. Why did Cuthbert choose us? Why this house? Why the three of us? I wish for answers. And with that, Nadine smiles. Your wish, my command. And within a flash, you're all out of the music box. And the three of you are standing inside the music room, out of the box. The crank has been magically reinserted into the music box. No Nadine, no clockwork, and you're back inside the house. I'd like everyone to make perception checks. Oh, it might help if we got Cronin's character sheet. Oh! I just got 20. I rolled the shits, so. That's a 24. I got an 18. So that is a 20... 18 plus 9. 27. Both of you beat my big (laughs) 8. No, that was both good on our part. Okay, go. So the two of you, Bronca and uh, Veneer, you hear... Coming down the hallway in the direction of the music room, you hear shuffling feet. Ugh. Shuffling footsteps. Slow, kind of puttering footsteps. Um, I'd like to sneak out and peek my head out of the door. Okay. I tell Cronin to pull his swords. Hand axe is out. Yeah. What do you hear? I, I, I hear shuffling. <sighs> He's going to move up to the side of the door and like flat back it right, right, right behind you in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna flat back the other side. I'm gonna creak the door as gently as possible. Okay. And I want to just peek one eye out. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, twenty altogether. Okay. You're pretty quiet. Coming down the hall, you see a fairly short human man, balding on top, with gray hair going around the sides, spectacles, handlebar mustache. Dress in a bow tie, and he's just puttering his way toward the, the music room door. And if you stay there watching, you see his hand is going to push the door open. Okay. I am going to ready a cantrip, the thunderclap. Okay. And I'm going to take two steps back. Does he continue to come in? Hmm? I'm going to wait for him to speak. Okay. Pushes the door open. 
Oh, hello. Who are you? I would ask you the same question. This is my house. What is your name? My name's Cuthbert. Who are all of you? God damn it. <laughs> we are the people who inherited your house upon your death. I feel I've made a terrible mistake. Oh, boy. <sighs> inherited? What do you mean? I didn't leave this to anyone. You... I'm still using it. Did you die? Did you write a really long will? Yes. When did you but write that really long will? I don't remember. I don't remember much of anything, actually. Yeah, that's his head. because you haven't been living for a little while. Oh, that's uh, nonsense. I was just full. I just woke up. I fell asleep reading in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did we ever know how he died? We don't know anything. Uh, we can't tell you much. We, we don't, know that yeah. um, you wrote 111 letters. Did I? That sounds like something I would do. Out to people to inherit your estate. Hmm. And you died at 111, so how old do you think you are now? I don't know. I feel pretty young. I feel good. I feel able-bodied. Mm. So did we bring him back at the end of his life or at the beginning of his life or in the I don't know. He has to know. We ask for Colin, answers ask regarding. For answers. Let's get some answers. Does this guy know anything? I, I did ask for answers, but per perhaps this is the gene's way of having a good time with me. Okay, listen. So this is the whole story. You wrote all these letters and you went to a lawyer and you asked the lawyer upon your death to send out these letters and we all met on January 11th. So that's 111. You died at 111 and you wrote out 111 letters. And then when we came to your house, there was a big freaking. Where did you get that? He cuts you off in the, and points down to the music, uh, the music box. Where did I get what? That. Were you playing with that? Yeah, we were just inside it. Oh, no, 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 no. No, if you were inside, and now you're outside. No, you can't, you can't go around touching my things. These are dangerous. And he takes and he puts it back up on the shelf. Oh, boy. Was Nadine still in there? Uh, yes. Not anymore. Oh, oh, no. Why was Nadim in there? And his hand goes to his head. Oh, Dear. Why was Nadim in there? I imprisoned him in there. Okay. Oh, no. Why, well, but why would you imprison him in there? This explains why Sorogaz is gone. Sorogaz? Yeah, the, the prison I, room I had behind the door. Yes. Oh, yeah. I went there to check on him. I, that was you, of course. Yeah, we killed him like a day or so ago. Day or so ago, I've been here the whole time. You haven't been in You've my house. You've been dead. You've you died. Back to life. Yeah. Why you do you like the, the number one or eleven or a hundred and eleven? Why do you like that number so much? It's a psychologically satisfying number. Oh Jesus! It's as good as any other number. I thought it was like visual or something. I don't like remembering numbers. Ones are easy. I like it. I like it. Okay, so we have a whole bunch of questions for you. I hope I have answers. 
Do you remember taking an artifact from under the sea? From under the sea? Yes. Well, I did have many adventures under the sea. Yes. I suppose I could have brought something back. The people of the Crystal Coves. Do you remember taking a very, very large crystal? Yes. Where is it? I don't remember. You destroyed their entire way of life. Their no, city is crumbling. Their city is crumbling because you took that from them. Oh, I was trying to help them. Okay, can you give it to me? Oh, maybe. If only I could find it. I mean, I could cast find objects. But don't we need to know? I've never seen it, and I've never touched it. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. Mm, that's probably, what I probably thought. can't cast it. It's yeah. not familiar to her. Thank you for trying. I mean, if I took it, it's got to be in the house somewhere, but I've accumulated quite a collection over the years. Things you've stolen. Well, I want to get into the semantics of it. You don't have to. I wouldn't say stole. But why do you have these evil things and people in your home? Where I know it'll be safe. What's the best way to keep an eye on them? Okay, can you please tell me if there's anything else that's super, super dangerous in this house that could possibly get out and harm other people? There's lots of dangerous things in this oh, house. Oh, Jesus. You're all dangerous, I can tell that. Well, may as well help me look for this crystal. Yes. And he shuffles on out. Oh, jeez. Adjusting his bow tie as he goes. Oh, jeez. we've got this guy I I think he's gonna like <sighs> do you think he expires <gasps> oh interesting do we need to ask him a thousand questions because he's only here for like an hour <gasps> that's a possibility well I'm glad I'm getting the crystal what was your other question your question was you were looking for something to do with your locket right and your people well I mean I come from the Novikovs and I just I think he was with our, our clan for a little while, and I think, I, I, I think you know, like, we have this very famous tinker who designed things like my locket. Uh-huh. Like, clearly, this this music box, I mean, does he have things that belong to us? Is that why I got a letter? Well, it's not specifically that I got a letter, but my people got a letter, and I'm, I'm here for that. I'm assuming that we're having this quiet conversation, like, at least 20 feet back of him while he's shuffling down the hall. Okay. I'm going to respond back to you and just say, like, I feel like I want to know why he wrote those letters. I'm going to go ahead and cast Telepathic Bond. Ooh. So for the next hour, the three of us can just talk to each other in our heads. So when I say I'm talking to Cronin or to you, Mm. I want you to just assume that you're just hearing me in your head. Okay. Okay. Unless we specifically say we're speaking out loud. Unless you specifically say you're speaking out loud. And we'll do the same thing for you, too. Okay. If only this was happening in real life. Where are you going, though? I'm following him. Where is he going? He said he was going to go look for my crystal. Sorry, I don't mean to sound volatile, but now I'm mad at him. He makes his way down the the hallway and then begins descending the staircase toward the, uh, the first floor of the house. See, I was hoping that he would have, like, this great knowledge or something, and he's just a silly old man puttering. 
Yeah, I think he just... He just likes to collect weird things. I think he just likes to collect weird things. I thought he had a master plan. Maybe that's the scariest part of this collection. It's not well kept, and it's out of order, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep walking, and I want to walk up to him and say, "Have you written any letters recently?" I write many letters, but I haven't sent any recently. That's what you mean. So you haven't written letters to people saying, "Please come to my funeral." Why would I do that if I'm still alive? Well, clearly, you need to write them before you die. We need to recognize that Nadine is no longer in the music box, which means you know that he granted us a wish. You are the wish. To come back to life. I think you need to wrap your head around that, like she said. Well, I don't remember dying. Uh, have you seen a doctor recently? An alchemist? Mm, Not that I'm aware of. Somebody must have told him he was about to die. And that's why he wrote the letters. Unless he was suicidal. He doesn't look suicidal. If you want to find your crystal, start over here in this half of the house. I have have something I have to do in, in my office. Nope. I think we should keep an eye on you because I don't know how long you're here for. I'll keep the door open. Okay. Yo, I don't trust that guy for a second. I'm saying this in my head, uh, in your heads. I'm thinking that I go invisible and follow him. I can do that. Oh no, I can see invisibility. I can be invisible, but not for long. The wording is very fuzzy with verbal invisibility. Mm-hmm. It says until the end of your next turn. That's six seconds. You can but then it also says, or until you cast a spell. If you cast a spell right away. Very vague. If you cast a spell before your next turn ends. Okay. I can do Pass Without Trace. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to stand up and stay in with him. Okay. How about that? He said to look over here. I'm going to start trying to dig through here. If, I, I mean, we haven't really explored through this house yet. If you guys see any room that has crystals in it, because it looks like each room kind of has a theme. If you see any rock rooms, let me know. Okay. All right, I'm going to stay with Cuthbert, and um, I'm just going to tell him that, you know, I want to see more of the house and be aware of, of what all the rooms are. Oh, okay. I'll give you the tour. Okay. Question, how far away can we speak to each other telepathically? Is it visual? Is it 60 feet? Whether or not they have a common language, the communication is possible over any distance. Any distance. Okay. Though it can't extend to other planes of existence. So everybody stay in the house. Yeah. Go. (laughs) You say that now. In my head, I go, oh, well, you say that now. We just got shrunk down and thrown into a music box, which I think was like a little pocket dimension or some shit. It probably was, so, but I didn't know that. So, if you can't hear me speaking, okay. I might be missing. Are you staying separate from... Um, I am going to... I was going to say to you in the head, because like I, I, like, I think the way that you asked for it, you mm-hmm. were still in the room with me, and then you walked away. Yeah. I think it's a good idea for him to take you on the tour, okay. because... I think playing into his psyche of, yes, this whole house is amazing, mm-hmm. that I think that might actually get him trusting us. And, like, maybe if we can get him talking, mm-hmm. he'll start explaining himself more. Yeah. So instead of being aggravated, we should befriend him. I'm going to stay in this room. I want to spend, I'm going to say, 10 minutes looking around the room. What do I find? Let's get a investigation check. 
Okay. I'm only going to spend 10 minutes and I'm going to try to catch up with them. Bronco, you are getting the golden tour. Okay. It's like, this is where I learned to play piano as a little boy. And he's just taking you room to room. Okay. Oh, this this piece has been with my family for generations. My grandfather carved that table. Like, he's going through all of that. Oh, Jesus. Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. You are in a lounge library type room. Okay. That is where he left you all. Bookcases, bookcases, bookcases. You, with the fifteen, as you're looking at the, the one of the big bookshelves that has a lot of leather-bound uh, tomes on it, you see on the first shelf, the eleventh book doesn't seem to fit on that shelf. Okay, I am going to notify you two in the psychic link. Did Cronin leave, or did Cronin stay with me? Cronin stayed with you. Okay, Cronin, what do you think of this? Should I pull this book? Get Bronco in here first. Okay, I'm gonna message—not message, but speak to you mm-hmm. in the psychic link and say it's eleven. So I think something could be big here. I don't even want to touch it until you're here, though. Do you think you can bring him back here? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to um, just mention to Cuthbert that um, I just want to check back in with my people. This is such a huge house, and I- I'm just still learning my way around. Can you escort me back? Oh, okay, sure. Okay. And he walks you back over there. And he's going, already if you hungry? I was going to fix myself a little something. Did he, you're back in the room now? He's as her and him and Bronco are walking back. Yeah. Did you, would you and your friends be hungry? I was going to make a little something. Can I? I'm sorry. Can I roll an inside check? Sure. Oh, sad. You seem like a nice old man. <laughs> Damn it. I'll trust him for a second, though. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to say in my head, you guys, he's offering us food, but it's just, it's weird. It is pretty weird, dude. Um, no, that's not how I would phrase it. Um, I think he really is lost in his mind. He doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't, he's not aware of what's going on right now. Like, he seems like this sweet, innocent guy, but you gotta be some sort of monster to steal things from other people. Yeah, right? Even if it's for the betterment of whoever. I mean, he knows he was stealing. Yeah. I mean, he's essentially... I know he destroyed the Crystal Coves. They're falling apart under the sea. Just because he wanted some stupid crystal for his collection. Yeah, I guess. I don't even know why. And this is what's pissing me off, is that I wish... Like, the second I saw him, I thought, oh, yes, we're going to get some answers, and now I just feel like Cronin, we're wandering around. I think you have to be the one to ask the questions. I mean, um, we were asking questions, but you wanted the answers. Because I don't know what, what links us. I don't know why we're here. Pose that yeah. to him. yeah. I'm bringing, we're walking back now. Okay. Well, you told him you're going to go meet up with your friends. Will we ask? I asked him to escort me back. Okay. But he's not going to come in the room? He can come in the room. Okay. When he comes in the room, I think if we've been talking in our heads for a minute, I think I'm going to say, like, Cuthbert, can you come and sit with us for a moment? Um, okay. Okay. I don't want to role play with myself. I know. No, no, no. I'm not going to make you do that. Actually, what do you think? And in my head, I'm going to say, instead of saying, sit with us, what if I ask him to make us something to eat, and then we'll go and look in this room without him, which is probably a better idea, and then, or we're going to pull that book, I'm I'm guessing there's a room, Mm -hmm. and then when we're done with this and finding out what's in there, maybe we can meet up with him for dinner. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. Okay. Cuthbert, would you mind making us some food? 
Not at all. I'm yeah. just going to fix a little something for myself. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. If you could make us something and then we will meet you. Where would, where's, where's the kitchen? Just through there to the left. And he points to the other door exiting out of this room. Sounds good. Okay. All right, we'll be there in uh, like 10 minutes, okay? I'll get started. Okay. Any allergies I need to know about? Yes, almonds. No almonds. No almonds. And he strides out of the room toward the kitchen. Okay. Okay. I show you the bookshelf with the 11th book. Okay. What do you guys think? What do you want to do? Read it? Like, I mean, you think something's... Some, I think something's up with that. It's out of place. And now that she points it out, you can see it bronca through the book. It, it, it just, that's really it. It just appears out of place. Okay, um, detect magic. Okay, yep. Okay. I am going to back well the hell up, and I'm going to say, Cronin, can you take lead? Because you're very fast. Okay. Plus one, that hand axe comes out. What do you want me to take it off the shelf? Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. You're going to detect magic. She Not did detect magic. Oh, sorry. I, I was looking at detect magic before I cast it. Oh. Because I'm wondering if I should maybe cast identify instead. Or I have a legend lore. Um, I think identify would be good. But I have detect magic as my trait, so I can detect it too. Okay, try that first. Okay, I'm going to do it as my furball trait. Okay. Not, it's not a bright beacon of light, so it's not powerful magic. Mm -hmm. But yes, there is an aura there. There is some sort of aura to it. Okay. Now, while I have it up, can I do a quick scan around the room? Do I see anything bright? Okay. You see a, another faint aura brighter coming basically the whole bottom shelf of the bookcase. The bottom shelf? Mm -hmm. Maybe the I, shelf comes off. I bring, it, I bring it up to you guys. I show you guys the bottom shelf. I say right there. Okay. I, I, maybe there's like a hidden compartment? I'm thinking. thinking pull the book, hidden compartment. That's what I'm thinking okay. right now. Let's do it. Pull the book. Pull the book. Pull the book. Yeah. Yeah, yes, please. Let's do it. Okay. He grabs it. And he goes to pull it off. The book does not come off the shelf. It tilts okay. when he grabs it. When it tilts, the bottom shelf, almost like it's on springs, springs open. Cronin has to jump back to not be tripped. And when you see it opens up, there it opens up to stairs going down. That's what I said. Well, actually, I didn't say stairs, but okay, all right, I'm just saying. I was right. You were wrong. Anyway, we're going down the steps or what? Uh, that's what you think the right move is. Yeah, let's do it. I am going to do, let's see. I am going to ready poison spray. Okay? Okay. I'm going to re ready poison spray for anyone dangerous within 10 feet of me. Bronco, what are you readying? I am going to cast Dragon's Breath. Okay. On myself. Okay. And just have that. Or no, I'm, I'm going to ready it so that if we're attacked, I'm casting that as a bonus action. And then... When you ready an actual spell, if you don't cast it within six seconds, you still lose it. Uh, That's why I ready the cantrip. That's why you ready the cantrip? While you guys are, while you're looking at, like while we're talking about this, I'm going to look to Cronin and say, do you feel that I should change into an animal? I have no idea. Uh, like a wolf or something. I have no idea. Well, you're all about nature and stuff. Oh, I'll be for me to tell you what to do. I'm going to cast... I, I'm going to ready... Um, I guess really all I have is Toll the Dead. Okay. So 
I'll just I'll just do that. Like just have that ready to go as I walk downstairs. Okay. So you're ready to hold the dead. You're ready to poison spray. Crone and hand axes out. Leading with the moon touched axe, so it acts as a bit of a torch. Uh-huh. Uh, as you descend, you can see there is the deeper you go and the more light that is getting down into the bottom of the basement from Cronin's moon-touched uh, axe, which is shining like a flashlight in okay. the darkness. The closer you get to the bottom, more and more light is being reflected from whatever is at the bottom. As you get to the bottom step, everyone make uh, perception checks. Okay. Wow. That's a big seven. Big seven. Eighteen. Okay, you're good. Good. I got an eight. Okay. That's why you got me. Veneer. You were keeping count in the back of your mind. It's 111 stairs. Oh, Jesus, guys. To get to the bottom. When I land on the last step, I go, oh, guys, it was 111 steps. I know, and I think it's significant. I think he's lying. Of course it was. I think it's something. As you hit the bottom step, you are in a vast chamber. Bigger than the house. Like, as far as, you know how basements run the full length of the house? This runs the house and beyond. And now I'm guessing it goes out farther on another side because we were in the basement before. Is this a different? This is almost like, like almost like under the property. I, maybe. Like we're accessing like a cave. Oh, but if it's 111 like... steps, this is way below the la- the basement. This is deep. And as you reach the bottom, this vast chamber that underneath the house, you just see mounds and stacks and piles of gold. What the fuck? Gems, golden chalices, chests that are some closed. Like Scrooge McDuck lives here. This is a Scrooge McDuck room. Oh, Jesus. One handful of one of these piles is more money than any of you have ever seen in your lives. Oh my God. And these are just piles. And when you hit the bottom and you look around, it goes in all directions. And you can't see to the end. You cave of wonder. It is just gold and jewels everywhere. Okay. Now Victoria is saying, it's the cave of wonder, don't touch shit. (laughs) And look for a magic carpet. (laughs) Oh my god. I'd like to know if Veneer knows anything about dragons. Okay. Make, uh... Dragons can be tricky. I'll allow Arcana... Or nature check. Whichever is higher for you, you can choose. Ooh. All right. It's only plus one for each. Um, that is uh, 17. 17? Okay. What does Veneer want to know? Do I know that dragons hoard gold? With a 17, yes. Guys, do you know that... Some, some more than others, but all dragons like treasure. Okay. Guys, tra- uh, dragons really, really like treasure, and this looks like a dragon hoard. Do you guys think he ripped off a dragon? You know, I, I wouldn't put anything past him at this point. Like, I just think he's, you know, he go, it goes beyond kleptomaniac. He's <laughs> insane. <laughs> to rip off this amount of gold? And what well, has he been doing with it? He, he stored it in a chasm on his property? Oh, jeez. I don't even want to touch it, just in case. I'm not going to touch anything. But in my head, I don't want to try to say it to myself, but I know we're psychically linked. I'm going to go, I'm going to kill him now. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, I heard that video. Oh, sorry. So did I. <laughs> I just think it's... Telepathic thinking. <laughs> oh, darn it. Darn it. Darn it. 
Okay. I would like to say that I want to walk around these stacks being very careful not to touch anything as quietly as possible in case there's any creatures down here. Okay. Do you guys think it would be wise of me to cast Pass Without Trace? Yeah, I don't think it can hurt. Okay, I'm going to cast it. Okay. And I would like to sneak around and look for anything other than gold and jewels. I'm looking for the crystal. Okay. Okay. For, okay, cast Pass Without Trace. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forget what level it is, that's all. Second. Second. Thank you, bub. So that's casted. Now everyone makes stealth checks. Yeah, you know why I have Pass Without Trace? Because I suck at decks. 26. Same. Oh, yeah? 16. Even with Pass Without Trace? Oh, no. 26. Hey! hey! 26. Okay. Making an investigation check. Investigation. Investigation. That's a 13. 13. You're not seeing your crystal. You're seeing a lot of other crystals, but you're not seeing yours. Okay. I want to... I don't know what it looks like, though, I have to say. I've only heard it being described Fair to enough. me. So I'm going to go to one of the crystals. I believe it was described as white. So I'm going to go over to, are there any white ones? Yeah, there's white crystals, sure. Okay. All different shapes and colors. I am going to reach out to touch it, and I'm going to hold it in my hand and see if maybe it was breaking, broken off of a larger piece. Okay. As I go to touch it. Well, you said you're taking it, picking it up, and looking at it, right? Yeah. Okay. You take the white crystal, and as you lift it from the, 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 the pile, and you're going to look at it, the pile of treasure itself, you see other gold and other crystals begin to spin, and more join it, more join it, and it becomes almost a miniature tornado of gold and jewels. First inclination was correct. Don't fucking touch it. We were all within 20 feet of her, so I need all three of us to make dexterity saving throws. Ah, oh. oh, that was an angry throw. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's enough for me. Okay. 19 for Cronin, 13 fails. You said dex saving throw? Dex saving throw. Oh, that's a 12. 12, so you both fail. Cronin's okay. Oh. Um... As the horde itself begins spinning, you both take... This is going to hurt. Jesus. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, God. Did you stop? You both take 41 points of bludgeoning damage. Cronin oh, takes 20. Bitch. Well, retreat. What are the most valuable items you each are carrying? I mean, my staff. You mean like magic items? Yeah, the most valuable <sighs> item on your person. I guess that's my staff. My staff. Okay. As you get battered from all ends on these coins hitting you, you stop and look up, and both of your stabs are now floating at the top of the horde. And the tornado comes to a halt, and a face forms. And as it lifts up, it gathers other pieces of the gold and the jewels, and you see arms begin to form out of it, legs begin to form out of it as this hulking creature made of the gold itself looms over the three of you. And I need initiative rolls. I'd like to also hold up my hand and hand him back the crystal. You, you can do that on your, on your turn. 
Oh, guys, I think this is going to hurt. Uh, I think I'm almost dead. I think I'm half dead, and I think he has all of our healing. Oh, my God, in heaven. Oh, Jesus. What happens when you roll that one on an initiative? Does that mean you just never get to get out? <laughs> As Talos and Jackie would say, I'm actually going next combat. Uh, <laughs> that means you have to sit it out the first three rounds. <laughs> Go for what it's worth, the, go- the golem also rolled a natural one. For oh. What it's worth. oh, okay. Thirteen. Then you're thirteen, and Bronco? I guess a, a three. Okay, so basically it's all of us, and then it. Okay. <gasps> for Cronin's turn, Cronin is going to cast, as his bonus action, a second level, a third level healing spirit, mm-hmm. and he's going to put it right between the two of you. Okay. Hand axe is out for his action. He's He's attacking. Good job! He's got a little bit of healing himself. Hits. Oh wait, that just hits. And that, okay, he hits twice, cool. Hits it for 15. And next up is Veneer. I am going to do a wall of fire in front of us. Okay. And I'm also going to step into the healing spirit. I'm going to cast... You heal five. I heal five. Thank you. And I am going to step back out. And then the wall of fire, I'm going to try to encircle him. And all the heat is radiating on him. How big is the wall of fire? Because he's considered huge. So this would be 15 feet on either side. So it says my wall can be 30, uh, 60 feet long, okay. 20 feet high, and one foot thick. Okay, so you can get him. That's fine. For what it's worth, too, the healing spirit looks like an ethereal wolf. Well, because I love animals, I'm going to pet the wolf, and then okay. I'm going to step back out. Oh, that's a, you said a duck saving throw? Did you do On it? his turn. On his turn? On his turn. Okay. It's turn. That was a full action, and I think that's all I can do. Okay, so the wall of fire erupts. Is it like a, a square around him? I'm going to try to encase him, okay. and I'm going to try very hard not to hit any of the other mounds around us. Okay. And yeah. it's just about as tall as him. You can okay. just, like, see the top of its head over the fire. Yeah. All right. Hold on, Veneer. Okay. Uh, Bronca. I'm going to cast Eye Bite. Ooh. He has to make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, he has advantage. On wisdom? On everything. He has advantage on all magical spell, all, all oh, magical uh, effects. I thought he wouldn't be smart. Advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. And no plus, so that's just a 16. 17. Cool, yes. Yes. Oh, good. He sleeps for one minute. He sleeps? Mm-hmm. One creature of your choice within 60 feet, I'm within 60 feet, right? Okay. Of you that you can see must succeed on a wisdom save or be affected by one of the following effects. So I could make him sleep, be panicked, or sickened. On each of your turns until the spell ends, you can use your action to target another creature, but can't target a creature again if it has succeeded on a saving throw against the casting of Eye Bite. Okay. So that's if we had we were fighting multiple things, but we're not. So it is concentration for one minute. I can make him sleep. What? Here's the thing, though. He doesn't really sleep. Can we put him back at rest? Like, would it force him to rest for a minute? I don't know how to rule this, to be honest with you, because it's, it's a thing that doesn't it doesn't sleep. It literally just waits. Like, it doesn't even know what sleep is. Because it's a construct. So, the sleep description says, the target if... falls unconscious. 
Yeah. It wakes up if it takes any damage or another creature shakes it awake. Okay, then this is what's going to happen. It drops. It immediately fails. It, it, it'll fall unconscious. Uh-huh. So you you cast your eye bite yeah. and you see it crumble in on itself. Uh-huh. Immediately fails the deck save. Roll me wall of fire damage. That is... I was trying to find a way 16. to not nerf your spell, but at the same time, like... Um, 25. Wait, but I was going to say, like, when I cast that, I was going to try to get my staff. Like, the whole point was, like, put him to sleep long enough that I could get my staff. Here's the thing. My wall fires. His turn is next. Yeah. He goes next in initiative. But I still get my movement on my turn. It's still my turn. You get your movement. You're going to have to reach into the wall of fire to get it. You'd get 25. I take 25 points. Because you're reaching into where the damage of the wall of fire is. The wall of fire is not burning on your side of the wall. But uh-huh. to get your staff, you have to reach inside of it, which means you're reaching into the side where the burning is happening. You and your stupid wall. The only thing is... You took 25 damage! And also wakes back up. Why? Because as soon as he takes damage, Because your damage wakes, wakes him up. Uh, sorry. You didn't know that at the time, but it was a good move at the time. We have to work out our communication prior to rolling initiative as characters. Sorry. It's... I mean, you, it was just... Because in reality, those two things happened instantaneously. The eye bite and the wall fire got casted at the same time. Yeah. The initiative is only a way to manage the combat, so it's not just chaos and everyone does what they want at once. Okay. Uh, so it wakes back up? It wakes back up. But it took my 25? Oh, it took all of it. Yeah, it took, it took the full 25 damage. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> I thought it was just going to sit there sleeping and just take my fire forever. Why did I think that? I don't know. Uh, he wakes up now. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit there and roast. We're gonna have roast gold for lunch. Back. He steps through the wall of fire. Yeah. Wait, I have to read wall of fire because I think if they enter into the zone of the fire, yeah, they take they, it. They take it again. They take it again. Yeah, I think that's right. When the wall appears, each creature oh, within it's... its area must make a deck saving throw. On a failed, the creature takes whatever. A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. On the other side of the wall, deals no damage. Correct. He's not entering it for the first time nor ending his turn there. He took the damage and now he's moving through it. You bitch. All right, no, go ahead. I, I understand your ruling. I'm not okay. trying to fight you. He steps through. Cronin is absolutely going to get hit because... And you, Veneer, because... Actually, no, it doesn't matter. Cronin is going to take it and then we're going to roll a d4. One, two, three, four. Oh, God, I'm dead. Two. So it's going to be you. Cronin. Oh, it's disadvantage because of the Cloak of Displacement. Uh, same number. So Cronin gets hit and Veneer gets hit. Uh, with slam attacks. Can I say that I fall directly underneath the ethereal wolf? You can say whatever you want to say. <laughs> whatever your little heart desires. Thank you. Cronin takes 32. Oh my god. You take 31. Still up. Uh, the good news is that's its turn, so we're back to Cronin, who's going to do a little shimmy into the healing spirit as part of his movement. He will heal six. Oh. He needs to roll a concentration check before he does that. Who Cronin does? DC 15. Goodbye, healing spirit. Oh, he I, need a cons- I need a concentration too, right? Yeah. That was a four. That's a low. Wall of fire drops. Wall of fire, drops. Wall of fire goes down. 
Oh, healing spirit goes down. Crap. Guys, we suck at combats. Bonus action. He's going to use his last third level slot to recast healing spirit. Uh, he's going to put it right on you, Veneer. You heal nine. Nice. Yeah. I think that that'll happen on your turn, technically, but... Okay. And he's attacking. Nope. Two misses. Oh, Jesus. You're up, Veneer. I am going to... Oh, you know what? I was going to cast something. It's kind of crappy. Okay. Uh, he's in melee with me, right? Yeah. I'm going to cast Heat Metal at fourth level. Okay. Okay. Creature made of metal, such as a metal or a heavy suit of armor. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object is 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action to cause the damage again. It's a con saving throw. Okay. I am going to give him disadvantage, but he has advantage, so this is going to be just a straight roll. I'm, I'm giving him disadvantage because he is metal. It's not yes. that he's wearing metal, it is metal. He is metal. He I know, it goes into all these conditions, like if he can drop a sword and shit. But he has advantage, so it's going to be just one roll. That is a 15. I'm a 17. He fails. Okay. That is 19. Okay. That was a good roll. And I can keep causing it damage. It's concentration. Okay. Any bonus action? No, not right now. Okay. Bronca. Okay, I cast um, Synaptic Static, so it has to make an intelligence save. Okay. Advantage minus three. He rolls five. Oh! He eats all of this, and... He has to roll a d6 on, what is it? He rolls a d6 and subtracts the number rolled from all its attack rolls and ability checks, as well as its constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. How long does that last as long as the spell runs? Oh, for one minute. I'm sorry. It's in the details. Okay. It's for one minute. So 10 rounds, he has to subtract that d6. Is it a constitution spell? Not for me. What? It says casting time on action range 120 feet, duration instantaneous, components VNS, that's all it says. That is a broken spell. FYI, this is the one that Kristen just picked out. Yeah, that is broken. Okay. Oh, wait, let me count. Hold on. This might be the one that wins the combat for you. 32 damage, and now he has to just subtract a D6 from all his attack rolls. Jesus. Ability checks and contracts. It can, however, make a intelligence saving throw at the end of its turn. Okay, there's the balance. Yeah. So, it steps up now. This time, it's absolutely going to hit Veneer. Because you didn't get hit, I mean Bronca. Mm -hmm. You didn't get hit last time. And then one, two, three, four. For one, two, three, four. Three, so it's going to hit Veneer and Bronca. Minus a d6. 12 plus 23 to hit you. Veneer. Well, clearly. And then 15 minus 2 plus 11 is 24 to hit Bronco. Yeah, not even my shield stops that. I know, me too. I was thinking the same thing. You might both go down. Well, yeah. Did you move underneath the healing spirit? Yeah. I mean, it might make any difference. I thought it dropped. No, he recasted, recasted it. it. 
you oh, casted it back on if me. If I had known that, then on my turn, yeah, I would have used movement to move under Killing Spirit. You too. You casted it on me, so I think that's the only way okay, I was so able to. you healed the to. nine. Bronte, you heal seven. Oh, God. 38. No. Well, I'm definitely down. 38, you both go down. Okay. And... Wait, Ooh. I had something on concentration. You know. Dang it! Uh, bonus action... Cronin is going to just slide the healing spirit across the floor as you both fall unconscious. And it's going to pass through both of your... So you're going to wake up your next turns. Okay. Uh, we'll just we'll roll that on your turns. Sure. Because as a bonus action, I can move it up to 30 feet. So he's just basically going to shuffle... Wings, wings. He's going to shuffle board it across the floor so you both wake up. And he's going to go after Gollum. Well, that one hits at least. I missed with the plus one, but the moon touch hits. But if I can't use Hunter's Mark, the damage ain't going to be that good. Yeah. Oh, 10. That's not bad. Uh, Veneer, you are awake. Uh, you are awake with 10. Yay! But head's still in melee with me? He's looming over you, effectively, yeah. Do you know I'm awake? Uh, make a deception check. Well, I want to try to deceive him that I'm still asleep. <laughs> but I want to reach out and try to grab his foot. He knows you're awake. <laughs> Natural one for those playing along at home. Jesus. All right. Doesn't mean you can't grab his foot. Yeah, I'm still going to try to grab his foot and be like, oh, sneaky, sneaky. And I'm going to do heat metal again. Okay. Again, I'll give him disadvantage, but he has advantage. 29. 29. He, clearly, he makes the save, but does he take half? I would like your interpretation of it, because I, I don't know if it says half. Reading it now. I'm going to say he doesn't take damage, but the spell is still active. So okay. you can still use your bonus to try to damage him next turn. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to sit here with my thumb in my butt. Okay. Literally laying down, pretending to be dead, but also okay. heating his metal. Bronca. Okay. Am I awake? You're, uh, you are awake with eight. I'm awake with eight. How far is Cronin from me? Uh, you're all within 20 feet of each other, so 10, 15 feet tops. Yeah, I, I feel like a little, like, you know, like I'm obviously just kind of unconscious, so I'm going to get up and just use my movement to move to Cronin and cast on him Dragon's Wrath, and I think I'm going to make it fire. He takes, I've been watching him take fire damage, right? Yes, you would have seen him take the fire damage from Heat Metal and the Wall of Fire. Okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna be like, he, you gotta get this guy, and I'm just gonna put my hand on your back and cast Dragon's Bath. And then I am going to cantrip Toll the Dead. So let's see, my level is 3d12, because he's been hit, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 28. 28? Yeah, two nines out of 10. Oh, he has to roll a con save for yeah. that. He makes it 26, sorry. Right. Okay, so Dragon's Breath. Uh, it's a 15-foot cone that you're spewing Dragon's Breath, and um, it's uh, 3d6 damage, because I only cast it at level 2. Okay. Uh, it moves to Cronin. It's going to hit him twice. So he's definitely going to miss Cronin on the first one. And he, so that, yeah, and he misses twice because of that D6. Oh, shit. 
Cronin dodges out of the way like Muhammad Ali, moves the healing spirit uh, back over Veneer. Nine. Yay! And <sighs> let's go of the, the fire breath. What? Uh, oh my god, double threes with advantage. What? So that is a five. He will eat the 3d6 fire. Six, eight damage. Okay. He's down to about half. That was Cronin. Veneer, you're up. Okay. First off, con saving throw for the heat metal. And that's a natural 20 on save. Okay, so he doesn't take the heat metal, but I'm also going to cast... Yes, you can actually cast now. Thank God. Ice Storm. Okay. Okay. That is a deck saving throw. Doesn't that create an area of effect that Hawkeye and Cronin are technically in right now? No, uh, 20 foot radius? Can I just do it like that? Like a fireball? Yeah, okay. Like a fireball, like sure. arrange it. Okay. So what save do you need from him? I need a deck save. Natural one. Yay! That's 2d8 and 4 d6. Does it matter what kind? 4d6 cold. Okay. And 2d8 bludgeoning. Nope, doesn't matter. I love that sound. That is 21. Okay. See, I can do math. It's just Anthony's much faster. Yeah. Any movement? I'm going to get an AOO though, right? If you move away, yeah. All right. So, I'm still on the ground, right? Still laying on the ground, yes? <clears throat> I would like to log roll away. <laughs> away out of his threat range? Yeah, I'm going to log roll. He'll get an AOO with advantage because you're prone. Okay, I'm just going to stay on the ground then. Bronco. Okay, I'm going to cast Telekinesis, and, wait, I'm sorry, before I do that, does Bronca consider what size is he, like, huge, is he huge? He is huge. Okay, I can do this on huge, I just want to make sure. Telekinesis is concentration, Dragon's Breath will drop. No, is Dragon's Breath concentration? I yes. So. Oh, concentration up to a minute. Yeah, that's fine, I want to try this. Okay, cool. Okay, I have to make a spell casting ability check, and he has to make a strength check. Minus a d6 because it's a check. Yes. You roll pretty good. Oh, no, what do you get? So 12 minus 1, 11 plus 6, 17. 24. Okay, what are you doing? He is grappled and pushed back 30 feet. Okay. 30 feet. I'm going to say that's 3. Oh, wait. Wait, what are, what are you doing? I'm laying on the ground. Oh, no, but is there a wall fire up? I don't uh-uh, no. Currently what's happening is um, he's getting heated up by me. That's it. The wall fire dropped. Ice storm. Ice storm is one... Oh, it doesn't stay. It doesn't stay. That's why I was asking. I was like, I don't know what it did. Okay. No, it's it doesn't stay. It's one round, and I'm concentrating on heat metal. Okay. And you're still concentrating on heat metal. So he gets slammed. Are you just moving him, or are you putting him into... Slamming him into something? Is there something there that I can slam? Him there's stuff all over the place, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to... Well, I can push him up to 30 feet. So if there's something within 30 feet that I can slam him into, then okay. I'll slam him. I'll say he takes eight points of bludgeoning damage. And he is grappled. Until the end of your turn, the creature is restrained with your kinetic telekinetic grip. A creature... Lifted upward is suspended in midair on subsequent rounds. You can use your action to attempt to maintain your kinetic grip on the creature by repeating the contest. 
she she's killing this guy real fast. Okay, so now he is restrained. Yeah. I'm still laying on the ground. Is that technically <laughs> grappled? Is that like the same way of staying grappled or is that something else? No. Restrained and grappled is, is different. very different. Okay. Grappled just makes his speed zero. Restrained gives everything advantage against them. Okay. So Cronin in that case is gonna say, Vania, you handle the healing. He's gonna drop healing spirit and cast Hunter's Mark okay. on Big Boy. Hand axe is out, and he's running in because it's advantage on melee attacks. Mm-hmm. A plus one hand axe will hit. The moon-touched hand axe will hit. That's better. This plus nine. Now we can start doing some damage. 21. That's better. And this thing is starting to look a little rough. Okay. As Cronin knocks two big chunks of uh, gold off of it. Uh, veneer. I am looking very rough, too. I'm going to do my heat metal, right? Okay. Okay. So that's another con save for him. Okay. Again. Just normal, right? 22. Dang it. And then I am going to... Is it a full action to change into a bear? Uh, if you're not moved, yes. Dang it. I was just about to say, no, of course not. But then I was like, never mind. But you can do it. Heat metal was your bonus. Yeah, but then I can't attack him. Okay, the mass healing word good choice it is a bonus but i'll rule you can use it as your action it's gonna be my yeah i action. don't i don't agree with that rule that you can't do two bonuses you can substitute your action for another bonus action okay and i'm sorry say it again it's 2d4 uh, what level are you casting it at let's do a level two the third level spell oh a well, level three then level three one d4 plus your wisdom that's seven. Everyone heals seven. And I'm clearly going to stand up, and can I step back into the healing? Oh, no, you dropped heal these bears. Never mind. It, yeah, as soon as I realized I could get advantage of my attacks. Never mind. And, and, and that you two were away from where this thing could get you, the right move was to run in and let you handle the healing. So that's the only healing I have is healing word. The rest of it is in my staff. It's okay. It was the right move. Bronca. Okay. The synaptic thing is still happening, but I don't have to concentrate on it. Yeah. The... Restrained thing is technically still happening because he hasn't had his turn yet. Correct. I am concentrating on that. You're concentrating on, yeah, on tall cases, yes. So I just realized that, like, literally, somebody's got to remind me to fix this for next time because I was not paying attention. Everything I took is from concentration, like, like everything. Like, I can't. Once I have that running, like, I'm not sure what else to do. Because you're used to your stuff. It's the one bad side of a diviner. No, it's just I, I was counting on having the staff, and I don't have it. But most, so. yeah, most of your divination spells, though, tend to be concentration spells. Our concentration. We're all concentration, concentration. Counter yeah, spell. Yeah, that works. The that. two of you rely on your stats, and I give you a creature that took the staff. I did do my job. I did Absolutely do that. Okay, I will shatter. And okay. Let's see, that's three d eight, and if I cast it at four, that twenty on the save, but half damage. So Yeah, but he still takes half, so okay. it's all good. How is he looking? Can I ask? Oh, oh rough. He's hurt. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that one's cocked. Eighteen. Eighteen. So, so he takes nine. Not looking good. Is that for you? That for your turn, Bronca? 
Someone have to have to roll a concentration check. No, because he has to break it, right? Correct. Okay, so first, first things first. Uh, strength check to break out of the restraint. He does that at the end of his turn. At the end of his turn. <laughs> Save for the synaptic static. Yeah, natural 20. Okay, yeah. So the, synap- the, the minus 6 is gone. The minus 6 is gone. So strength check to break out, that's a 20 total. That's uh, so a 17. So he breaks out, but that's his turn. That's, that's his whole that's turn. That's it. That's all he's got. Cronin. So he's on the move. He's on the move, but he's not moving. Cronin is trying to decide what's better. Get an extra modifier or an extra attack. No, we're just going to hit this thing three times. So plus one hand axe, plus one hand axe, bonus action, wound touch hand axe. Cronin is swinging three times. I wish there was a bard right now. That could be an inspiration. Get him. Get him. 26. 23, what? 26. Cronin roll, rolled monster. Oh my god! One hit, two hits, three hits. It's gonna be this plus 14. Jesus! That's why I took two weapon fighting, man. 28, 31. He's so close. Oh my god, so close. Veneer, you're up. Come on, um, just hit I still, like anything. I still have you my key metal. Three quick hits, this thing looking Okay, I still have my heat metal up, so you that's do have another your heat metal check. Up. That's 15? No, that fails. Oh, roll me some heat metal damage. Okay, so that's three. Three. Because I, I, I casted it only at um, third level. Okay. So that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. A callback to uh, Star and D&D Grandma. Would you like to call your shot? Yay! <laughs> Okay, so I'm assuming every time it's the heat metal, because I'm not actually touching him anymore, that I'm just like fire in my eyes going like, cook, sure. bitch, cook. Yeah. So essentially I'm just going to like stare him down and oh, just yes. stare at him, thinking hateful thoughts, and eventually he'll just melt. Okay. <laughs> and that's what happens. Like, the gold begins to turn yeah, like, orange and red, and just you can see steam rising off of it as eventually pieces of the gold begin melting into themselves and forming this sort of weird sculpture-like thing that melts into the ground. Yes! It so, melts into the ground or it melts them into a statue? Oh, I like statue. We'll go with statue. Like a golden statue. Awesome! Very happy. Can I question him? <laughs> you can try to question a melted statue. By all means. I have a better question. Do we see our stats anywhere? Yes. Burn up. No, 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 no. He dropped those. You can retrieve your stats. Restrain my trap. Mass healing wounds. Mass cure wounds, you mean? Mass. What did I say? Mass healing wounds. <laughs> oh, Chris, I would love that. Mass healing wounds. <laughs> That's a great. What is that? Is that an eighth yeah. level spell? It's an eighth level spell. <laughs> you heal 15d5s. What do you want on me? That is 3d8s. That sucks. That is awful. Oh no, that's a seven. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. That's not too bad. <laughs> the seven on this so little tile. Yeah, 10, uh, 15. Everybody heals 15. Okay, cool. I'm actually not doing too bad right now. How you feeling, Bronca? 30. Seven. You feel that? How old are you? <laughs> I'm at about 70% of my max. I'm okay. Does anybody need another hit? I can do another hit. I'm alright for now. Okay. I mean, I'm supposed to be at 68. Okay, I'll do another but hit. Do another I like healing out of my staff. That is 15, uh, 20. That's another 20. Right, there you go. Okay. How are we feeling? 
Maybe we want to go upstairs and ask about what's happening down here. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. You know what? Maybe he's such an idiot he doesn't know this is down here. Maybe we shouldn't say anything. I think that's a good idea. Maybe we just take all this gold and then we're rich for the rest of our lives. I think that's a wonderful idea. Thank you, Veneer. You're welcome. And I walk away. <laughs> I, I don't think she's right in the head. No, I think that uh, taking her staff from her just put her over the edge. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give her a wide berth and then I'll go up. <laughs> I'm going to follow like 20 feet behind. You stay like 20 feet back. You just found a treasure monster. You're not pissed? Yeah, I want answers, but I'm a little afraid of the two of you right now. You gotta ask him for answers, man. I think it's only You have to sit down and you have to talk to him. Alright. So you're going back upstairs? Mm -hmm. I'm going back upstairs. I'm gonna try to do one last because I don't have to touch magic anymore. So I'm going to try to like do another sweep around in like a different section before I do. Do I see any other white crystals? I'll cast a detect magic for her. The two of you almost get blinded immediately yeah. just from the just burst. There is magic everywhere down here. Oh, jeez, Louisa. I can't cast it anymore. Okay. But it's essentially now she has a migraine. Yeah, it's yeah. it's giving you a headache. Okay. You're blinded. I, this is not going to be the way to find it. I appreciate you looking. Does she sense or do I sense any other living things down here? Are you asking for her or yourself? Well, I figured we were having a conversation and she's looking through her detect magic, but I'll ask for myself. Do I think there's anything else living down here? Make a perception check. 14. Unsure? Maybe, maybe not. I'm going to message all of you in your heads. Not message, but I'm going to speak to all of you in your heads. Guys, let's also keep an eye out for not touching anything because there might still be things living down here. All right. Make your way back up the 111 steps and you get into the, the come up out of the, the bottom shelf into the main uh, library room that you were in. Uh-huh. Uh, as you leave, Cronin with his foot kind of pushes the shelf back in and the book re uh, Organizes itself back into the wall. Where are you going from here? I'm gonna go into the kitchen, and sit down like nothing happened. Okay. As you go into the kitchen, as if he was coming to look for you, you run into Cuthbert holding a tray of like sausages and salamis that were cut with like cheeses. Oh, I was coming to find you. Uh, dinner's gonna be a while, so I made a little something Thank for you. you. To Thank you. You're very welcome. Have seats. I will have a seat. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to ask him if we were to see gold in this house at all. Where would you keep it? Treasure. Where would you keep your treasure? I only just met you today and you're already asking me about my treasure? Okay. Okay. We're not going to get anywhere today. No. I, I would like to know about the treasure we just killed. I'm sorry, what? You have a treasure trove? through a secret bookshelf that we just melted into gold statues. Oh no, you hurt George? Oh god, he moved her. <laughs> I say this out loud in front of him. Yeah. That took years of enchanting to create. 
I don't even know you and you're already destroying my things. Well, he tried to destroy us, literally killing That's us. That's his job. That's what he was created for, to guard the rest of my treasure. Is George an only child? I don't remember. Oh, God. For the record, they're not your things. They're our things legally. We own this house and everything in it. There's documents. And I will run and go find the documents and bring it to him, along with his will and all the other papers we have. Yeah. As you hand him the things, he kind of does this little, and the glasses fall onto his, into his eyes <laughs> on the forehead. Well, I don't know how you came about this. We own the but deed. I never sent this out. Okay. For the last time. You were dead. You were dead. Nadim El Khalil, the Djinn brought you back to life to give us answers, and so far you are useless. Well, I don't see there's any reason to get nasty about it. Just trying to have a civil conversation. How about you tell me all of the unique, enchanted, um, tinker-designed relics that you have here that belongs to my people? Now, I'd also like to say that you don't have, it's not a questioning, it's not a Q&A, we're not grilling you. Just tell us about your life. And I'll start, like, eating and just, like, talking, and we just want to hear stories. Like, very informal. I, for one, would like to hear some answers. Cronin speaks up. Yes. And he leans over and goes, you, you did say I was supposed to ask, right? Yes, yep. yep. Answers, answers, do it, do it, do it, okay. do it, do it. I would very much like some answers. And Cuthbert just kind of leans back and puts his arms across his chest. All right. Ask your questions next week. Oh! Uh. <laughs>